Hello, my friends. Today we're in Psalm 133, and I'm going to read it to you from the NIV. How good and pleasant it is when God's people live together in unity. It's like precious oil poured on the head, running down on the beard, running down on Aaron's beard, down on the collar of his robe. It is as if the dew of Hermon were falling on Mount Zion, for there the Lord bestows his blessing, even life forevermore. This short little psalm, which is number 14 out of 15 in the Songs of Ascent, uh, has the uh, marking at the top that it's a David psalm. And um, it's interesting. So clearly the psalm celebrates unity as a blessed and rare thing. And there's definite uh, bitter irony in David uh, being uh, named as the author because of how things went in David's life and ministry. Um, it was anything but unified toward the end. Second um, Samuel 12, verse 10. Now therefore the sword will never depart from your house because you despised me and took the wife of Uriah the Hittite to be your own. So there's a clear sense of how the psalm celebrates unity, and yet some of the images and metaphors are not really very common uh, for us today. Um, so there's, there's two images that we're going to look at. Today, the um, oil on the beard and dew on the mountains. Um, but uh, first, how wide uh, does this unity spread? The NIV uh, renders God's people. Um, uh, in the ESV, the more literal is, is brothers. Um, and uh, some commentaries would would take this to be, oh, just just kind of extended family, uh, living in close quarters, mirroring like Deuteronomy 25. If brothers are living together and one of them dies without a son, his widow must not marry outside the family. Her husband's brother should take her and marry her and fulfill the duty of a brother-in-law to her. Um, so starts kind of narrow, just extended family, but it's not just that. Um, of course, all Israelites, Derek Kidner notes, including even debtors and slaves and offenders, uh, see Deuteronomy 15 and 25, uh, were all brothers in God's sight. All right, so then um, first the, uh, the oil and the robe. Okay, so... <clears throat> this is the imagery from Exodus 28 and 29 uh, about the, uh, the ancient image of the, the priest and the robes. And so picture a big uh, uh, beard, uh, 
extending over the robe. And, um, and then uh, it says in 29 verse 7, take the anointing oil and anoint him by pouring, pouring it on his head. And then in uh, 29, 21, take some oil from the altar and some of the anointing oil and sprinkle it on Aaron and his garments and on his sons and on their garments. Then he and his sons and their garments shall be consecrated. Um, so it's this oil um, flowing down from the, from the beard to the robe uh, such that the the man uh, and the robe, uh, the man and the calling are uh, are one, are integrated. Um, also, uh, that the scent of the oil, the precious oil blended by the perfumer is kind of this also inescapable thing. So when this oil is uh, placed on the priest who's in the company of the people, then uh, there's also a perfume uh, that kind of is experienced by everybody. So that's the the oil running down from the beard to the robe. Uh, But then there's also this sense of the dew on the mountains, which if you're not uh, familiar with the geography of uh, in and around Jerusalem, then, then you're not, uh, or Holy Land geography, you're, you're really not uh, seeing the, the point or the meaning of it. Okay, so uh, so Derek Kidner writes, Hermon, the highest mountain in Israel, was evidently proverbial for its heavy dew, yet the little Mount Zion enjoyed the same gift high and low drink in the same sweet refreshment it is essentially the thought already presented in verse 2 so there's this idea that yeah Hermon very big mountain and Mount Zion little tiny mountain uh, sharing in the same blessing and it's Um, descending in verse 2a, descending in verse 2b, descending in verse 3a, down, 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 identifies that unity isn't just something that you can work from the inside. Um, It it can't be forced or contrived. Uh, It has to be bestowed. And so that's why you uh, celebrate and pray for it as a divine blessing in this psalm. Um, Tim Keller writes this, the unity of God's people brings opposites together, symbolized by a tall Hermon in the rural north and the little hill of Zion in the urban south. For Hermon's due to fall on Zion would be a miracle, and so is the supernatural bond that brings people far divergent in culture race and class together in the Lord. So Psalm 133 celebrates uh, the unity that we experience as God's people in the church and uh, that it is really a 
a divine gift, a divine blessing, and how undeniably and indescribably beautiful it is. And so here we've got these ancient images that try to get at some of that. And uh, certainly uh, we also uh, pray for unity uh, right now. And uh, bitter irony, the world's super divided still. Uh, So let's pray. Lord Jesus, break down every barrier and bind us together in your beautiful, forgiving love. Make us a family, but more than a family. Make us one body. Amen.